You are tuned into the And One edition of the Game Sports Show presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. Sports Center Bar and Grill named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar for five years in a row and Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best wings for two years in a row. Make sure to go on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill on Wednesdays for its famous 75 cent wing nights and just to be a part of an overall great sports atmosphere. Make sure to also check out Sports Center Bar and Grill on both Facebook and Instagram. They're also available for takeout as well. Now let's get to end one. Joining hosts David McCaig and Scott Mason discussing both local, regional, and national basketball talk. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. It is your host, David McCaig, bringing you the first official episode of And One, presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. And speaking of Sports Center Bar and Grill, it is the Sioux's best sports bar, Sioux St. Marie, Ontario, for five years in a row. Count them. Five years in a row and the Sioux's best wings for two years in a row. And today of this recording, March the 17th, 2021, it is a Wednesday. And what does that mean? Get on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill if you're not there. Inside Sports Center, you're not enjoying their famous 75 cent wing nights, just being a part of a great overall sports atmosphere inside Sports Center Bar and Grill. And as I sit here, I'm also enjoying, give another shout out to one of our sponsors, a Northern Superior Brewing Company 55 Lager. Absolutely delicious. And I'm joined by the other host of this launched show just happening here tonight. And of course, the overall co-host of and one and you hear him on espn 1400 he joins yours truly on our little caesar special edition uploads he is the co-president of course with yours truly scott nason the one and only my friend how are you dave i'm doing wonderful happily saint patrick's day my lad a horrible irish accent there but it's saint patrick's day and we are in the middle of march and no better time to launch our basketball show and one and i gotta give a special shout out to my son vance who uh, came up with the name uh, and one it was one of the recommendations i passed it along to you and your crew over there in sioux ontario and they loved it so got to give him a lot of props and it's it's basketball time so many sports are going on right now and you know we didn't get march madness so to speak last year because of COVID with the NCAA basketball tournament and the NBA shutting down. So certainly looking forward to talking a lot of hoops with you, my friend. See, and that's the big thing. Of course, your son, Vance, an incredible name, first off. okay, I appreciate that. Definitely an incredible name. And there's been a lot of recommendations brought to yours truly, and it was about how we always combined in Sioux, Ontario in particular, our basketball show and content within another show. So if it was in the pocket or if it was now named our top shelf edition before, it was just known as our hockey edition here in Sioux, Ontario. So it was always combined into a show, but there's always enough news in basketball to have its own show, and it's something that we've been planned to do. So this is, of course, our launch show, and we all also added another show it's called sporadic athletics uh with thrush creative co and that's where myself 
yourself, Scott, EJ, anyone on the crew of the Game Sports Show will be able to host that one. And it'll be about a variety of sports that's outside of our main realm of sports. Of course, we have football, we have hockey, we have basketball. We have our main show with ESPN 1400, which covers all of that, including local and national. We have our special edition upload, as I alluded to earlier, with, of course, where we interview special guests in the sporting world. We have loads of content as well on our website with the, the hot seat with Simply Butch. We have our in-game broadcast with you, Scott. Scotty and the crew. We we have loads of content you could check out on our website. That is thegamesportshow.com. Overall, all the shows that are brought to you with the Game Sports Show is powered by the Game Entertainment and Media. And everyone's asking me, where is the official link to the Game Entertainment and Media? Well, I still can't spoil those things yet, but there's obviously some big things coming. And particularly with this show, Scott, uh, everyone, as I mentioned a few moments ago, wanted to hear our own basketball show. And we have loads of basketball experts on the show. And going forward with the show, it will be continuous uploads of and one throughout the entire basketball season. But one thing I want to make sure I touch on is local basketball. Now, I know, of course, you do, uh, of course, with all the uploads with the games you're currently broadcasting, over in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan and around that area. We have nothing going on here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, but I want to make sure I make a note of that not only are we going to be covering the, the area that you're covering, Scott, we're also going to cover here in Sioux, Ontario and the Algoma region in our local perspective. Of course, we have all that national content with all of our shows, but we always we obviously sorry get in touch with our local news with hashtag GemLocal that I always bring up in each one of our shows. So I want everyone to know that with this N1 show, it is pure basketball, both local Local, regional, and national overall. And when local basketball is back in Sioux, Ontario in particular, we'll be right on scene covering much like Scott is across the river there, Scott. And you know what? You can tell some of our listeners about some of the broadcasts that you do over there. Uh, and, of course, you're going to be the one of the main co-hosts of the show as well as yours truly. The other two members that will be a part of this show is EJ Russell. Of course, everyone knows who that is. If no one knows who EJ is, give you a quick reminder. He's on our ESPN edition, ESPN 1400, and he also hosts the hot seat. He's also a co-host on In the Pocket. And of course, his friend Tyler Willette, who is with him as a co-host on Hot Seat, will be inside these and one editions. will be the core four, if you will. And then we'll have guests on and sporadic members of the Game Sports Show and the Game Entertainment and Media family will be joining for broadcasts. And as I take a quick breath, Scott, to kind of get through that introduction, I probably missed a few things, but I want to give it over to you to see what you cover over there, uh, there in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, and the Upper Peninsula. Well, Dave, uh, first of all, when you mentioned all these different shows on our platform, I go back to when you and I first met back in, I believe, 2014, 2015, and we started uh, you know, Coffee with the Coach uh, back then uh, with you and I at McDonald's uh, talking about local sports, and then we added Butch Davis to that show, and it, it's been so much fun to see how many different shows and different perspectives that we've gotten here in 2021. I mean, it just, you listed all the different shows and, and content on the game show.com. And it, it's been a lot of fun just, just to see this grow. And, and we're continuing to grow with this show here. And one, you uh, looking at local basketball here in Sault Ste. Marie in the Eastern upper peninsula, we're knee deep in high school 
school basketball. This is the final week of the regular season. Of course, the season got started late. It was a six-week season, and teams are still playing. And next week, we'll have district basketball for both the boys and the girls. I'll be covering the the smaller schools in the Eastern Upper Peninsula Conference over on Country 105 for the EUP Game of the Week. Uh, those schools include Pickford, Cedarville, Detour, and others will have lots of broadcasts next week. Of course, Sioux High Blue Devil basketball over on 1230 WSOO with Dave Watson. I'll be filling in for him on a few broadcasts. And looking at the teams in the area, the Sioux High Blue Devil girls team had a 27-game winning streak going back to last season before the playoffs were cut short because of COVID. They lost their first game at Marquette on Monday, but I wouldn't get too worried about that if you're a Sioux High Blue Devil fan. They certainly have the team to make a very deep run in the playoffs. The best finish for the Sioux High Blue Devil girls in their history was back in 1998 when they made the semifinals. And I think they have enough talent to make a very deep run in high school basketball. For the boys, it looks like Rudyard is the best team to possibly make a very good run. They just had a big win over St. Ignace on Monday. Monday night, EJ Suggett, uh, who's just an absolute stud out there, scored 30 points. Rudyard in Division Four, which is the uh, smallest school division in Michigan. They have the potential to make a good run, but there's lots of good teams. And so March Madness, we're going to talk about college basketball, I'm sure, tonight, as well as NBA. But locally here, we're just happy to have games being played. Uh, they are doing a good job with the uh, COVID-19 protocols. Uh, the players are wearing masks along with referees. Crowds, um, not very big, but the, the participants all, or I should say the spectators, all wearing masks. So we're just hopeful to be able to get in the playoffs. And certainly on our family of radio stations at Sovereign Communications, we'll be covering the Sioux High Blue Devils and the uh, other Eastern Upper Peninsula schools, hopefully to uh, take home some state titles. It's been a while. Matter of fact, the last time that an Eastern Upper Peninsula school has won a state title in basketball was back in 2009 with Cedarville. So I don't know if we have the teams to win a state title, but we certainly have a, a few teams that could certainly be in contention. So it's going to be a lot of fun and we'll certainly keep you up to date here on and one. And of course, our uh, game sports show on ESPN 1400. Do you know what, Scott? You reminded me of the past. I love how I rolled into McDonald's back in the mm-hmm. day. My new truck at the time. And I remember rolling in there with the Electric Avenue theme song and absolutely psyched. Yes. Those all the time. And it certainly has grown. And when you mentioned that we have grown on the website in terms of additions that we have on there and your in-game broadcast that you can find, we scroll right to the bottom. There's It's a perfect list down there. But it's, speaking of our website, right now, if you log into it today, it's going to be one thing. But later on this week, going to the next week, we'll be updating the site. But it'll be for the simplicity side of things. Let me assure you with that, where you'll be able to find all episodes of the top bar and be much easier and i should correct myself throughout the hop here too i did say sporadic athletics i did get corrected by someone that's just outside of the studio doors right now may i say scott said sporadic sports by thrust creative co so you know what uh, there's my first mistake of our first launch show but nonetheless we have a, a lot of additions that you can tune into and i do get bugged constantly about this game entertainment and media platform and i obviously can't get into what that is what that is and what that's going to be but it's been a long process i've been spending going into the new year with uh, and it's hopefully going to be launched uh, later in 2021 as we approach the summer fall kind of 
region. And I'm very excited to see what that brings for both the Algoma and the Ontario side of things and hopefully even uh, to the state side as well as it continues to expand. But nonetheless, I also should mention that you can catch all of our episodes uh, on all of the platforms that we have with Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcast Platforms, Podtail. There's so many places you can find us uh, on. And, of course, Scott Nason is absolutely fire with all the uploads on Podbean. And, of course, you can find different episodes on the different platforms. But the Gain Sports Show will direct you right to that, in particular on Facebook and Instagram. And Scott was talking about the local side of basketball, and I will – Make sure I say it one more time. Once we have more here in Sioux, Ontario, when it comes from high school basketball and, of course, Algoma University and Sioux College, which the Game Sports Show and Sioux College will be working very closely together in the near future. A little tease for all the listeners out there. Uh, we'll have all the coverage, coverage that you would need in Sioux St. Marie, Ontario in particular. So, Scott, you know, we had a longer introduction here, but I want to make sure I remind listeners that we had a little bit of a longer introduction because we want to give everyone a kind of a background. Also remind listeners of what to come and, of course, your local side of things and this is going to be a commercial free upload may I remind listeners uh, and as well the agenda you mentioned that we're going to get into NCAA talk which I'm going to give you the floor in just a few moments and then we're going to discuss some NBA discussion as well before we wrap up the show so I want to make sure everyone takes the opportunity that to sit down they've been able to open up their Northern Superior or maybe they're having nice wings and pizza at Sports Center whatever you're enjoying make sure you remember that and one is presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill the Sioux's best sports bar five years in a row best wings two years in a row host Dave McKay joined by uh, co-host Scott Nason for this launch episode of and one Scott I want to give you the floor my friends uh, for the NCAA side now I'm going to rightfully say that I follow basketball I'm a fan of basketball I actually played a little bit of youth basketball when I was younger and I like to say that I was a guy who used to drain threes and, and also drive in for a layup and get the and ones, if you will, pun intended. But nonetheless, uh, everyone's going to wonder how about my NCAA following. I am a Duke fan. Uh, of course, I won't be rooting for them this year in, uh, of course, the NCAA tournament. But nonetheless, Scott, I want to give you the floor about talking about the overall tournament in its entirety, your bracket tease, if you will, uh, who you think is going to win it, who's your surprise team. Maybe that's in your selection, little hint, hint. And uh, I will jump in and chime in a little bit of comments before we transition into the NBA discussion. Well, Dave, uh, certainly not having March Madness last year when everything got shut down was hard on a lot of sports fans as, you know, the NCAA basketball tournament is one of the biggest events in the United States as far as just pure excitement. Uh, One of my favorite moments or parts of sports is the first four days of the NCAA basketball tournament because you have just tons of games. You have 16 games each day the first two days, then you have eight games the next two days, and and it's a lot of fun to try to predict uh, as far as, you know, bracketology, so to speak, what teams are going to do what. This year, it's, it's a bit different because of COVID, because we have had some teams not play as many games. Uh, You had uh, teams in the Big Ten, which is arguably the best conference in all of college basketball. The Big Ten got nine teams into this year's tournament, but they hadn't played anybody, any major conference teams out of the other ones, the Big 12, the SEC, the ACC. So 
it's certainly wide open as far as who could win this potential NCAA tournament. Now, all games will be played in the state of Indiana, uh, unlike past years where you've had West regionals and South regionals and Midwest regionals and East regionals. You still have the brackets that are labeled West, South, East, and Midwest, but you don't have the sites in those areas. All games will be played in the Midwest. They will start tomorrow night with the play-in games. You have a couple 16-seeded teams. Teams playing each other, Norfolk State against Appalachian State. You also have Mount St. Mary's against Texas Southern. Now, before people think, okay, 16 seeds, I don't know anything about those teams. Remember, it was only a couple years ago that the first ever 16-seeded Maryland-Baltimore County Golden Retrievers, a, a name uh, very uh, much endeared to me with my Golden Retriever laying at my feet as we speak, knocking off number one Virginia, who ended up winning the NCAA tournament the year after. And so, and you also have a couple uh, playing games on Thursday, including my Michigan State Spartans taking on UCLA and Wichita State taking on Drake. But I just wanted to kind of go through the brackets, uh, Dave, uh, and looking at my picks. We did this on the ESPN 1400 show on Monday night. So I'm just going to go quickly through the brackets and who I think uh, has the best chance to make the final four. We'll start with the West bracket. You have the number one seed Gonzaga in that one. Number two, Iowa out of the Big Ten and number three, Kansas, as well as number four, Virginia. Those are the top four seeds in the bracket. Uh, Gonzaga undefeated. They're looking to become the first NCAA men's basketball team to end the season undefeated. You have to go all the way back to 1976. Uh, Bobby Knight's Indiana Hoosiers, the last team to end the season undefeated, winning the national championship Gonzaga has all the weapons. I mean, they are a very good team. Lots of people are picking Gonzaga. My worry about them is they just haven't played the tough schedule in their conference. They play in the West Coast Conference, and really the only other team in the tournament is BYU. So I'm a little nervous about that with Gonzaga as far as not playing uh, the rugged Big Ten schedule like a Michigan or an Illinois where you're playing an NCAA team probably two or three times a week. So looking at that West bracket, I do like Gonzaga to come out of that bracket. Kansas, I'm a little worried about. Uh, they did get COVID-id, so to speak, as far as the Big 12 tournament. They weren't able to participate because of a COVID-positive test. Now, they are able to participate in the NCAA tournament. But I do like Kansas to get to the Elite Eight and take on Gonzaga. Iowa, a team that a lot of people are high on out of the Big Ten. Uh, certainly, they have a lot of senior experience on that team. But I like Gonzaga and Kansas to come out of that Elite Eight, and I do like Gonzaga to get to the Final Four. Moving on to the East bracket, uh, number one seeded Michigan. Now, Michigan was my pick uh, earlier a couple weeks ago, but they've had a key injury to uh, one of their players, Livers, who is out and likely won't be. Michigan got knocked out of the Big Ten tournament in the semifinals by Ohio State, uh, losing uh, three out of uh, four games, including one to Michigan State. I still like Michigan to come out at least to the Elite Eight. Other teams in that bracket, Dave, number two, Alabama, number three, Texas, number four, Florida State. I think that bracket is absolutely loaded. I can see any of those top four seeds making the final four, uh, but I do have Michigan coming out against Alabama 
Now, not many people are picking Alabama right now. All they did was win the SEC regular season championship, and they also won the tournament. And I'm going to pick Alabama to make the Final Four. Uh, kind of a, a homer pick because you know me, Dave. I'm an Alabama football fan. Yes, you not are. Used, yeah, not used to the basketball team being so good, but uh, <laughs> I, I like them. I think they're kind of lying in the weeds. They're going to have to get through likely Texas who won the Big 12 tournament, and then Michigan. But I like Alabama to come out of that bracket to make the Final Four. Over in the south, uh, the number one seeded Baylor Bears out of the Big 12. They did get knocked out in the Big 12 tournament. Number two, Ohio State is in there, along with number three, Arkansas, and number four, Purdue. Uh, I do like uh, Baylor and Ohio State to come out of that bracket in the Elite Eight. Watch out for a couple upsets. I didn't mention a couple upsets in the other brackets. I do like number 13, Ohio, over number four, Virginia. Watch out for that Ohio team out of the MAC. They are playing well, as well as number 12, Georgetown, in the East over number five, Colorado, coached by Patrick Ewing of New York Nick fame, also Georgetown fame. What's that, Dave? Who's that again? Who's Scott? Who was that? Yeah, exactly. Madison Square Garden didn't know who he was when it was in the Big 12 tournament, but I like Georgetown in an upset there. And I also like Winthrop, the 12 seed over Villanova. Villanova didn't have a whole lot of uh, success in the Big East tournament, so I like Winthrop in that. But getting back to the South, I like number one, Baylor, against number two, Ohio State. But Baylor, uh, they had a big COVID break, and they haven't quite looked the same since then. And Ohio State looks good. They made it to the Big Ten final, losing in overtime to Illinois. I like Ohio State to come out of that bracket, which you know, Dave, will make our friend E.J. Russell very happy. Yeah, you know what? If he was tuning in right now, I think he, for the first time, would be agreeing with everything that we're saying uh, with that. <laughs> and, uh, he would definitely stay, be very excited. There's a, an Ohio fan through and through, if you will, and things are looking bright in Ohio, if you will, especially when it came to, comes to football, uh, especially. But nonetheless, Scott, like so far, everything that you've been talking about, my friend, you know, I want to say something quickly about Purdue. When when it comes to the South, for some reason, and I'm, I don't really have any justification to back it up. I know that's horrible sports expert discussion, but I have just have a gut feeling, if you will, about Purdue. I, I when it comes to Purdue, I don't know if it's because I like the name or just like saying the name Purdue. I'm not too sure what it may be, but I that would be my favorite coming out of the South, to be totally honest. I don't think Ohio State fans might like me with saying that, but nonetheless, to jump in with your comment about EJ, there's a guy that would certainly have something to look forward to with Ohio State. Yeah, Purdue certainly could knock off Baylor in that Sweet 16 matchup. Again, the strength of the Big Ten, uh, nine teams in the tournament. I think there's probably five, if not six teams that could make a run to the Final Four. And I would put Purdue in there as well, David. One more bracket, the Midwest, Illinois, the top seed uh, winning the Big Ten tournament. Probably the hottest team in college basketball right now. Number two seeded Houston, number three seeded West Virginia, number four seeded Oklahoma State, I really think Illinois walks to the Final Four in this. So Oklahoma State did good in the Big 12 tournament. Uh, West Virginia out of the Big 12 as well. Houston, you know, they're a two-seed. I think of all the two-seeds, they're probably the one that could get knocked off first. But I like Illinois to come out of that bracket. I think Illinois has the easiest bracket as far as potential teams. So my Final Four, Dave, on my bracket, Gonzaga, Alabama, Ohio State, and Illinois. 
Looking at the final four, Gonzaga and Alabama. Again, not many people. Some people are picking Alabama to get to the final four. I like this team. I think they're playing very loose. They got size. They got speed. They play defense. They shoot well from outside. I like Alabama to knock off number one, Gonzaga. And I like Illinois to take out Ohio State. That will be a very close game. And in my national championship, Dave, number two, Alabama. Two seed, I should say. Number one. Illinois, one seed. There has been a long time. I don't know if it's ever happened that a college football team has won a national championship and a college basketball team has also won a championship. It's going to happen this year. Roll Tide, Alabama to win it all. Book it. Book it, take it, stamp <laughs> it. That is what I'm talking about. You know, you know what? I'm not going to even come close to even going through the same dissection as Scott did with that. But in terms of people are going to wonder what my final four would be. But if I had to really obviously pick a final four, then maybe people may be thinking a little bit different. Oh, Scott is going to get a lot. But I had Gonzaga. And then I actually picked actually Texas to be there uh, in the final four with coming from the Midwest, I would say Illinois and come from the South Purdue uh, to, to go on. I would say it would be Illinois Gonzaga in the final. And then I picked Illinois to beat Gonzaga. That was my overall prediction was Illinois. I, I, that's a very easy final pick. I feel like it's a very popular pick, but that is where I decided to go with it. But in terms of going with your bracket, go with Scott's. Okay. I don't have any success when it comes to picking a bracket in NCAA. I know my sports, but when it comes to brackets, for some reason, when it comes to betting, it's hockey, football, and NBA basketball. When it comes to an NCAA, I am out in the first five minutes after the game. (laughs) (laughs) Nonetheless, you know, it's overall, Scott, is there one team, though, that you could feel could be a 16th seed and be an upset? Is there any opportunity at all uh, for a 16th seed to upset any of the one seeds by any chance? I know, obviously, we didn't really pick any, but if there was one team that was a 16th seed, do you think there is one team that could be and surprise the world and move on uh, to the second round? It's really hard to say, Dave, this year. I mean, obviously the top seeds are very strong teams and they're all playing pretty well. Uh, Looking at it, uh, Hartford, uh, first ever team in the, or first ever time in the NCAA tournament, they'll take on Baylor. I guess if there's one team, just because I think Baylor of the four top seeds is probably not playing the best out of the Gonzagas and Michigans and Illinois. And so I guess I'd have to put that, but I wouldn't put any money on that at all. Again, it's only happened once uh, since the NCAA tournament went to the bracket style, I believe back in the late seventies. And we mentioned that with Maryland, Baltimore County and back in 2017. So of all the teams, I would say Hartford, but again, don't go to the bank with it because it's probably not going to happen. No, you know what? That's a little advice for people that like to get crazy with bets. If you are going to throw a crazy bet, maybe that is your option, but it's not a likely succeed, if you will. NCAA, Scotty, it's still going to be exciting. We have the basketball. No, I'm not going to be uh, in terms of you know excited because, of course, Duke and um, they are not in this tournament, of course, as I mentioned, and it's been since 19... 19- I can't remember the exact year now. It's 1970s, I believe, of course. And Duke has obviously been a uh, strong basketball program. And for some reason, this is the first year where it's just going to feel absolutely strange between them uh, not being in it. But nonetheless, everyone even asked me about Oregon since I am an NCAA football fan with Oregon, as even though I don't really dissect my professional sports expertise when it comes to NCAA football either. But nonetheless, uh, I won't be quacking with my opinion. <laughs> I'm going to say that the Illinois 
Illinois is there. But Scott has Alabama. What does everyone else think? Comment below. And Scott, any final thoughts with the NCAA? Well, Oregon, I think, uh, could uh, spring an upset over Iowa. They're the seventh seed in the West. They'll take on VCU. Uh, Oregon, uh, certainly a good team there. But, yeah, just it, it, it's just a lot of fun to watch the games and to see how things are happening. Uh, you know, hopefully none of the teams get COVIDed out, so to speak. Uh, there are some backup teams uh, today, uh, or actually yesterday was the final day for the first four teams out, so to speak, which includes Louisville and Mississippi, but it looks like as of today and this recording, all the teams that are uh, scheduled to participate in the NCAA tournament will. So just sit back and enjoy some great college basketball. I mean, you got three, four games going on at once starting on Friday and Saturday. And just, you know, I love the NBA. But college basketball just has that passion. Granted, you don't have the fans this year or as many fans. You'll see a few fans here and there. But just the overall excitement of the game, to me, can't be matched, especially during March Madness. So this is the best time of the year as far as sports, at least as far as I'm concerned. So just sit back and enjoy it. You know, I'm a Michigan State fan. I'm just happy they got in. I don't expect big things. It would be nice if they could win at least one, if not two games. But sit back and relax. Enjoy some great college basketball, and uh, in a few weeks, we will have a national champion, at least we hope, assuming COVID doesn't shut everything down. And of course, the national bracket. Let us know what you picked in your bracket, if you'd like, below, as well as don't forget the tournament first rounds, March 19th start. The national championship is slated for April the 5th, so that gives just over two weeks of great basketball excitements to go on that you can stream, that you can watch, whatever way that you enjoy NCAA basketball. It is going to be there, and it's going to be very exciting. Now, this is David McCaig joined by co-host of our new show and one presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. And again, Scott, I must say it again. It's Wednesday as we're sitting here and recording the 75 cent wings at Sports Center. The Sioux's best wings two years in a row. Where else can you get the best wings in town for 75 cents? Okay, like it's impossible to get. So make sure you get on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill. And of course, the Gain Sports Show does miss being there in person as we we have been there since the COVID restrictions have been lifted, but we have been there as much as been rotating to do of course to limits inside the restaurant now but you can still go down there and enjoy the atmosphere or take takeout you can check out their facebook and instagram page as well to reach out or contact them search them on google and you can call them to place your order now scott nonetheless let's transition over to the nba going on right now in the in the national basketball association you know recently i've watched the all-star game lebron james wants to stop with stop being a leader on the all-star game because he doesn't do anything but win i guess <laughs> just kind of over it and nonetheless watching it this year i felt that it was very cool to watch it with in regards to how they combine the game with the skills they kind of had to modify the overall format of the all-star game because of COVID-19 but we're going to touch on different things that Scott and I kind of want to address here we don't really have a full topic that we're going to get into with news but uh, people are going to wonder about us discussing about the Pistons and Raptors we'll certainly do that of course when it comes to the Raptors it hasn't been a positive season as well it hasn't been very positive lately because everything's been going on with COVID-19 speaking of of course the pandemic and of course them not being in Toronto they're in Tampa so I guess you can call them Tampa Bay Raptors right now uh, <laughs> nonetheless uh, it, it's still been a pretty 
I've had mixed reviews, Scott, to be honest with you, and I kind of want your comment with this. I had a friend of mine who is an avid basketball fan, to be real. I, honestly, a guy who's played basketball at the high school level and had the opportunity to play college but didn't go that route because of pursuing educational side of things instead, which I fully respect, of course. And he, he told me that as a big basketball fan, he is actually not watching as much NBA this year because he's actually fed up with the NBA because he thinks it's more of a circus act for all-star players making super teams. Now, we've talked about this on our show to endless. Ever since Kevin Durant joined the Golden State Warriors, where I called him a cello, I think was the, <laughs> I think that's the exact words that I use online. I think so. Uh, and, you know, honestly, Scott, I kind of want your opinion about the season up to this current point. While we're sitting here, the 76ers are leading the East. The Jazz are leading the West. It's tight. Anything can happen in the East in just a matter of a day or two. Uh, the Raptors aren't doing well. The Pistons absolutely aren't doing well either. It hasn't been great nonetheless of a year, but it's so weird with basketball. And this year in particular, are you still excited about what the NBA brings? Or or, or do you think that – can you control to make the, any anything to make this kind of more entertaining for fans that are losing interest? Or do you think my friend is just one person out of millions and millions of people – who are not losing interest in the NBA is fine. No, I, I think there's many people that uh, think that, Dave, uh, you know, you're getting these super teams in Los Angeles with the Lakers, uh, as well with the Clippers, and now with Brooklyn, with the, um, you know, the three-headed monster of Irving and, and Harden and Durant. You also have Blake Griffin on that team now, uh, who's not, obviously not to the caliber of those three, but certainly uh, gives it uh, gives them a, a good chance to win the East. You know, you go back to about 15 years ago when the Detroit Pistons won their last title in 2003, 2004, and you look at some of the scores in the NBA now, I mean, you're just seeing just no defense being played, (laughs) barely at all. I mean, if you're a betting person, which of course I am, it's probably good to take the over in today's NBA because, you know, these teams are just not playing defense and it's a totally different game. I go back to that season with the Pistons, 2003-2004, where you had game totals of about 130 points. I remember in the East Finals against Indiana, there was a game that was a 69-67 final. Heck, you're lucky to see that score um, at halftime now because that's how how much of offense and and the three-point shot is just, you know, totally changed the game and I agree I mean it's not the same NBA I still watch it you know I I enjoy it I mean you look at what's going on in the Eastern Conference right now, you have the top five teams in the East with at least four game winning streaks. Philadelphia is on top, as you mentioned, Dave. They take on Milwaukee tonight. Uh, Philadelphia with a six game winning streak. Milwaukee with a four game winning streak. You have Brooklyn in second. Uh, they're nine and one in their last 10 games. Miami, who got off to a slow start. Uh, Lest we forget, they were in the finals last year with yep. the uh, bubble down in uh, in uh, in Florida, and you know they've kind of righted the ship. Uh, they're 22 and 18, fourth in the East, but they've won nine of their last ten. And, and the team I'm really watching, uh, this has been a fun team to watch. Now a lot of people are talking about them, the Charlotte Hornets. They've won four in a row. You know we talk a lot about the balls and uh, Lonzo and, and such, and, and Lonzo's been uh, mixed. Re- reviews but Lamelo ball 
what he is doing for Charlotte. Uh, certainly uh, probably top vote getter for rookie of the year. The Charlotte team is doing great. They're 20 and 18. They've won uh, four in a row, as I mentioned. And uh, certainly the East is starting to come up a bit. Uh, you know, the power to me is still in the West, uh, Western Conference. It, it still goes through the Lakers as far as I'm concerned. Obviously, they're hurting a bit not having Davis in the lineup. But, uh, you know, they've won three in a row. Utah. You know, this Utah team, 29 and 10, best in the NBA, but you still don't have a lot of people maybe believing in them because they don't have that one true superstar. They have a couple great players, uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell and crew. But Phoenix is the other one that I'm watching, Dave. Uh, eight and two in their last 10 games. The addition to Chris Paul on that squad can't be understated, uh, adding some veteran experience to a very good rookie core. You still have the Clippers in the mix. Uh, and Denver, Portland last night, Damian Lillard scores 50 points, and he only shot 20 times. That's pretty hard to do. They were down 16 points with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they ended up winning that game over New Orleans. So, uh, you know, to answer your question, Dave, you know, certainly the NBA, you know, sometimes can be a little unwatchable, but, you know, you, you still have some great athletes out there, and, and it's certainly a lot of fun to watch. So, so it's not quite the NBA that uh, I grew up with and, you know, Again, the defense, the lack of defense is, is the biggest issue I have with the NBA right now. Couldn't couldn't agree more. And nonetheless, even when I was growing up watching the in the late 90s and early 1000s, I watched the Pistons win and they had some freaking bulldogs on that team. Let me tell you what I mean by that is some tough, tough players and players that are able to play ball tough. And that it's it's like every sport that we're seeing. I've referred to on hockey shows and uh, not as much football. I feel like football nonetheless has changed. But in terms of basketball, it just seems like these teams and players are just trying to win a championship together and getting their friends in together. And nonetheless, the Clippers, Scott, are a team that sticks out to me that if they don't win a championship in this Kawhi Leonard era that they have, it is an absolute failure. Like the amount of picks that they yeah. have to have Paul George, the yep. amount of money they threw at Kawhi Leonard. If they don't have any success and come out as a top team in the West between next year or this year and next year, then oh my, <laughs> there's going to be disaster in LA when both Kawhi Leonard and one day Paul George, which I think is still another three, four, five years down the road. And I think it's five. Um, before he ends up even being older and retiring or his contract being completed. So Kawhi Leonard, though, you know, there's a, a guy who went back home and into the Clippers and hasn't been as successful. The Utah Jazz are a, plen a pleasant surprise. And, of course, uh, I got my eye on, of course, the Nuggets, okay? And the, yep. the Nuggets, I'm a big fan. They were great last year in the playoffs. And, you know, a little bit of Canadian love there as well. I've always been a yep. big fan of Jamal Murray. And uh, he is literally, as our friend said on ESPN, is emerging from the weight of expectation. I felt that title. God, credit to our friends at the ESPN. That is a that is a fingertip clicking on your mouse, your phone. You're clicking that, that, that title at any time, whatever you read on any feed. Because this kid has been absolutely amazing. And you cannot hate Jamal Murray if even if you if you're a rivalry of the Nuggets because of how exciting of a player that he is and he really emerged last year as a superior talent in the bubble in Florida right he really came out and did extremely well and look at look at Butler as well with the Miami Heat where he's a big reason or is the reason why Miami got to the finals right and I love seeing those storylines of players that are really emerging but my team Scott definitely as I mentioned nonetheless that I'm really 
really sticking up with is the Denver Nuggets in the West. Now, are they going to beat the Lakers? No, I, I don't. I don't think they're a team that could beat the Lakers even when out there. Even I don't even think they're better than the Jazz, but I think they could definitely compete with the Clippers and the and the Suns. But if you're looking over at the East, the Charlotte Hornets, you said it right a few moments ago. They have been a pleasant surprise, Scott, and it's great to see uh, the Knicks being one game under 500. Knicks yeah. Must love that. Okay, it's time for Nick fans to start getting a little bit of optimism. I'd love to see them squeak as a bottom seed to get in some into the playoffs. Again, some Canadian love with the Knicks as well. Of course, I think everyone's starting to see my trend there on the side of things. But I, I feel like the Raptors are too good of a team to be out of the playoffs, especially when healthy. I feel like that's a team that will squeak in as a bottom seed. And imagine this scenario that the Raptors are an eighth or seventh seed or sixth, and they got to play the Sixers, Nets, or Bucks in the first round. Like That would be an absolute fire of a first round. So overall, the way that things are happening this year, sure, the storylines can set up perfectly, but the excitement side, Scott, I couldn't agree with my friend more, who I will uh, allow to be remain nameless because I haven't asked permission to name him on the show as of yet. People would know who he is. And um, it's certainly interesting, his point, because I, I've, there's been a lot of reviews about the overall aspect of the NBA in terms of excitement. And I, I hope they can figure out something to try to get that back. You know what? They can't control these super team nonsense, though, right? The people are taking discounts to go here and whatever is happening but it, hopefully these teams that are storyline teams if you will maybe i don't think the bucks would be considered a storyline team because i'll be honest it tends to be cool there but this guy teams like the hornets you know maybe the team like the raptors that can come up from the bottom and come back up or the teams like the denver nuggets hopefully they can come out on top this year somehow some way now scott i want to give you the floor for uh, another topic with the nba and then uh, we'll go back and forth before we wrap up the show yeah, just looking at the teams that aren't performing too well, Dave, we talked about the teams that are, and uh, certainly uh, the Raptors right now, the 11th seed in the East, 17 and 22. It's been a difficult season for them, obviously, not having home games and having some COVID-related issues. The Detroit Pistons, I mean, you look at them, you don't have big expectations for them. It's a total rebuild in Motown right now. Uh, they only have one player on the roster right now, Demboyu from last year, just one. Think about that. That's how much of a wholesale cleansing they've done with the new general manager in Detroit. Uh, Mr. Casey, I think his days are numbered in Detroit. I don't expect him to be back next season. And so, you know, the Washington wizards, I think have been a bit of a disappointment, 14 and 24, Um, you know, having, having some, uh, you know, Bradley Beal and, and uh, Westbrook on that team. I think that's a team that people expected more of. And what's going on in Houston, Dave, they lose Harden. They've lost 17 games in a row. That's unbelievable. And, you know, last night they were close in their game. But, I mean, they're getting blown out and given 140 points up. I mean, that's been a very disappointing team. But, you know, there's some teams that are kind of lying in the weeds in the West right now. And, of course, with the new playoff setup, you have a, a play-in round with 7, 8, 9, and 10. And there's a couple teams in that mix in the West, Dallas and a Golden State. Obviously, Golden State a lot better than last season with uh, having Steph Curry back. You got Draymond Green back in the lineup, uh, but there hasn't been a lot of consistency out of that team. They look great one night, and then the next night they look like crap. Uh, Wiseman has been a great addition to that team as far as you know drafting him uh, high last year, and then Dallas, you know, with Luka Doncic. Uh, you know, I, I feel like that team's a lot better than their eighth seed. So I, there's certainly lots to play out. But, you know, there's some teams in the West. I mean, that's a strong Western Conference. You know, it goes about nine or ten deep. I mean, you got Golden State 
just at 20 and 20, but you know what Steph Curry does in the playoffs and, you know, anybody that watched that three point contest in the all-star game, I mean, this guy, I just, I don't, don't get how he can just, I mean, just go out there and just light the lamp from outside. That guy's unbelievable. Not the biggest fan of him personally, but boy, I'm a fan of his game. He's certainly good, Dave. There was videos of him when his dad was playing for the Raptors when he was shooting the ball uh, at the ACC when he was younger, and it's it's uh, absolutely. I don't know if you had the opportunity to see it, Scott, but there. I did. Uh, the, there's there's a there's a kid that's been exposed to basketball since he was a wee lad, and he's been exposed on NBA courts. So the practice was there, and he was able to see the lifestyle that his father had. And funny enough, he got to see it when he was with the Raptors, a team that was fairly new in the league at the time. Yeah. Fairly. Not too new, but fairly new. Uh, but nonetheless, the the Warriors are a team that, of course, if you're a Raptors fan, you know the Warriors well. Uh, and at the finals, and Curry is is very clutch. He's known as a clutch performer. He's known as a guy who could very well under pressure. And you know, you mentioned the Houston Rockets there, Scott, L- losing 17 in a row. That is absolutely absurd. You know what? It's not looking any positive in sight. Uh, uh, sorry, it might there might be some positive insights. What I mean, but it's not looking positive for the next game. They got Golden State. That would be tonight. <laughs> time this report i feel like curry's gonna throw down at least 40 plus rockets but the next games they got the they got the pistons on friday which they might have a chance they got the thunder raptors hornets and then they got the timberwolves so i think if they're gonna get a win i don't even think they're gonna beat the pistons i think they're gonna lose the next five straight here scott they're gonna get the 21 and then they might beat the lonely minnesota timberwolves to get back but then after that they play the Timberwolves back to back, so they might get a two-game winning streak off that. And then you got the Grizzlies, the Nets, the Celtics, Peloton, Pelicans, Suns, Mavericks, Clippers, Warriors, Suns. <laughs> Yikes! You're gonna get absolutely smashed those games. The the Rockets. I'm sorry, Rocket fans. It's not looking any brighter for you. But you mentioned the Mavericks, Scott. Such a good point. There's a team that should be better than what it is. But I guess that's the storylines maybe that the NBA is hoping for for that excitement, right? Those players and teams that should be doing good but they're not as high. But if I had to mention, Scott, right now, and I kind of want to go back and forth quickly with this, is your favorite player in the NBA right now? And, uh, if I had to pick a favorite player in the NBA, and everyone thinks I'm going to pick Jamal Murray, and yes, that would be the player, but I'm going to go outside the box for another pick, and it's Damian Lillard. Lillard. Yes. I'm a, that is my favorite player right now in the National Basketball Association. But uh, I thought I'd give you the floor with that. I feel like there's a guy like he he's amazing. To, like he's a great, overall great basketball player. He's loved. He's he's loyal to Portland. He's a lot like how Kyle Lowry was in Toronto. Look what happened with Kyle winning a championship. Do you agree with that? Would that be your favorite player? Is there another player that you stands out for you, Scott? No, he's the one, Dave. I mean, this is a guy that if he played probably anywhere else but Portland, you know, Portland does have the national media scope that many of these uh, cities do, like Los Angeles and New York and others. I mean, literally, I mean, again, look what he did last night, 50 points, 18 of 18 from the free throw line. They're down 16. He only took 20 shots to get 50 points, and we've seen him already in the playoffs make clutch shots to to win series. Uh, Damian Lillard, I think he's getting more attention now as the as the years go on, but certainly I think one of the most underrated players in the NBA. I would totally agree with you, Dave. I think Lillard Lillard's fun to watch on any night. Definitely. Now, you know, one more thing I want to mention, Scott. DeMar DeRozan, a quick guess or no. Should he have been on the All-Star team? He was borderline, Dave. I think he probably should have. I think he certainly had the stats to to prove it there. So I would say, uh, yes, I think he should have been on the All-Star team. Yeah, I agree. That is, I could not agree more. And yes, it's a little bit of bias for Raptor. I've always loved sure. DeRozan. But when you trade DeMar DeRozan, Podol, and a pick for Kawhi Leonard and the championship trophy, 
I will definitely take that trade any day. It was a good trade. Yes, it yeah. was. <laughs> now, Scott, uh, from my side of topics, I'm going to give it over to you. I don't know if you want to bring up anything else in terms of the National Basketball Association before we wrap up the show. No, I think that's it, Dave. I think we covered everything that we wanted to. Uh, certainly the NBA, uh, you know, the second half schedule is is going on. Uh, there's going to be a lot of jockeying for playoff position. Uh, you know, right now, if you had to pick two teams uh, in the finals, it's hard to pick against Brooklyn. They, they don't play a lot of defense, but boy, they can score a lot of points. Oh, as long as all those players are healthy and COVID-free, I, I really think Brooklyn is the team to beat in the East. And, and in the West, you know, to me, it still goes through Los Angeles, the Lakers at least, you know, when, once they get Anthony Davis back, uh, you know, LeBron still is LeBron and, and he certainly looks good. Uh, you know, there's certain arguments for many teams in the West, but I still like the Lakers right now. The Lakers, you can't bet against the Lakers, but oh, I would love to see Jamal Murray lead the Nuggets. God, that would be a great storyline. That'd be a great storyline. My only last comment would be if you're a Raptor fan, uh, I don't really have the same to say about the Pistons, but the the Raptors, if you're a Raptor fan, I would believe in this team is too good to not be in the playoffs, but it seems like that's the story in the Western Conference with a lot of teams, but the East is not... I. I hate to say it, but I know the top teams in the East, like the the Sixers, the Nets, the Bucks, even if you want to consider the Heat and the Celtics, and that even the Celtics are below the Hornets, those are strong teams. But if you look at the West comparison to the East, you got to say the West is a stronger conference, of course. And I think the Raptors are too good to not be in the playoffs, and I think they're going to make it. So a lot of Raptor fans that have voiced their concerns, to me, vocally, do not be concerned as of yet. When this team's healthy, you got to admit they're going to be a team that can get into the playoffs. If they're too good not to be there, but seeing stranger things happen now. This has been David McKaig with Scott Nason. This is our first official show. Definitely a little bit over time than we predicted with this and one presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. But you know what? This is what you're going to get on and one. You know what? We're going to go in for that drive and the layup, and then the rest are going to call foul. We're going to the free throw line to get an extra point. We're going to have that little extra coverage, that extra content. We are going to provide the local, the regional, the national aspect, it's particularly with local. I must stress that once it's all launched back up in Sierra, Ontario, the game sports show will be there in the game entertainment and media. But Scott, my friend it's been commercial free and and of course our sponsors may not love that as much but we got we do it for the fans and the listeners our loyal listeners that we have routinely and of course the new ones that have joined us welcome to listen to the game sports show but nonetheless scott it's been a great opening show of and one we will be doing weekly episodes uh, for the entirety of the remainder of the well of course the ncaa tournament but as well as the basketball season until of course we get to the summer yeah, a lot of fun, Dave, and much like most of our shows, if not all of them, uh, totally unscripted. One of the best compliments I get from people that listen to our broadcast is saying, it sounds like you guys are sitting around at the bar talking sports, and that's pretty much what we're doing. I mean, obviously, we're not at Sports Center Bar and Grill right now, looking forward to be able to cross the border to get over there to do that, but uh, you know, certainly we're trying to do that on our shows, make it free-flowing and not scripted. Uh, so much in life is by the book and bullet points. You cover this, you cover that. That's what I like about the shows that you do and the shows that we do over here, David. It's pretty unscripted and makes it a lot of fun and uh, certainly uh, glad to be on the first edition of And One and certainly looking forward to many more editions in the near future, sir. 
Definitely. And we got the listeners requesting. They wanted their own basketball show. They got it. And if there's any basketball experts in terms of Sioux, Ontario, that I may have missed to reach out to, reach out to us. We'll gladly have you on as a guest, of course. And make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe on all of our platforms. Scott and I will be the main hosts and co-hosts when we both can be on here together, as well as EJ and Tyler will be on the show as well. And we'll have sporadic guests as we continue to go forward. And very excited about this annual one edition. It's something new to our program. And as we continue to grow, it's going to be a great 2021 for the show let me tell you and just the brand overall and as i mentioned go to the website follow all of the shows that we have we do shows and uploads a week scott and i can tell you that we send multiple uploads to each other to get on that website and it's a lot of content and if you say that you're starting for content why look anywhere else than the sue's only local regional and national sports show and just the best sports show overall you know what i went with that quote scott the best sports show overall i know a lot of people might have you know a couple ads to tag in there to come chirp with us but i'm down for that let's get into it it's certainly exciting with all that we do here with the game sports show again thank you to scott and to everyone on the game sports show and the gamer entertainment media family and just overall with the listeners being a part of our launch show with and one and now getting to our conclusion here i want to remind everyone to keep your stick on the ice swing your bats catch your touchdowns drain your threes and shoot your shots booyah